Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season 24 7 streaming, daily best bet emails, advice, data, strategy. Only $19. Our all digital MLB guide at vsin.com available now. Sign up today. Get full access to vsin through the NFL draft. Only $19. vsin.com. Slash draft. Let's begin this hour talking about the NBA, uh, all the news that came in yesterday, the play-in games and uh, the series and the matchups that we have, as well as uh, Coach David Thorpe joins the program now. Truehoop.com. Good morning, sir. How are you today? I'm doing great. This is the busiest week of my year every year, but it's fun. Oh, well, we appreciate the time, no doubt. Okay, so let's begin all the news that we had yesterday. Uh, what are you hearing this morning with Luka Doncic, it came down last night, obviously had the cap strain late in the game against the Spurs. And I know people have been going back to look at the average cap strain for the NBA player this year. The average amount of days missed has been about 16. If that's the case, I mean, well, uh, good luck against Utah. But what are you hearing with Luka? Can he maybe come back for the series? I mean, I, I'm not a reporter that way. As you guys know, I'm an analyst. So I really focus on what's on the line, uh, between the lines. But I know what I read, which was there was reason for optimism. Uh, calf strains are, you know, it's not like a broken bone where you, you can really have degrees, although I guess there's some degrees in a, in a fracture too. But um, I, I, it's poss- they, they seem to be optimistic. I don't know why. Uh, you know, knowing him, he's going to want to play no matter what. It does impact his, his level of fitness in terms of preparation. I mean, he's got a week here where if he wasn't injured, he would be as fit as you could ever want him to be. And now we don't know. So it's it's a concern. Can they beat Utah without him? No chance. No chance? No, no I don't think there's any chance. Uh, uh, you're talking about one of the best five, six, seven players, you know, in the world and and incredible in the postseason, an incredible uh, advantage by the team that has him. Uh, and Utah is... As as broken as Utah seems to be, they're not that broke. Uh, I don't think Dallas would have a chance without Luka. Okay, but if Luka comes back and they were able to beat Utah, right, with him healthy, they could absolutely give the Suns a run for their money in the second round. Yeah, like I was telling you guys off air, uh, first of all, I think if if healthy, I would have picked them to beat Utah. And um, because I think the Jazz are kind of ripe for change now, they just it, it's going in that direction. And Luca is not someone you want to get healthy against. He's he's that good. Uh, 
because he's so special and so good in the playoffs and not just here, but in Europe too, as we know, uh, and the way that team has kind of gelled offensively was with Dinwiddie and late in the games, you know, they, they went from being one of the worst clutch teams to maybe the best clutch team uh, with Spencer and with a healthy and fit Luca. Uh, but I still think Phoenix would have a, a huge advantage. It's mitigated some because Phoenix is so good late game because of Chris Paul uh, and their experience. They've just been together for so, you know, these last two years seems like it's been 10, but Luca counteracts that. So yeah, I think it'd be a great six or seven game series. And if Phoenix didn't play well, they could lose, but I would still favor them to win. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we don't know what uh, the status will be with Luca coming up, but we do know the status yeah. with Thibault. So how big of a loss is this that Thibault will not be able to play in Toronto? I think it's a really big deal. Uh, Siakam has been an all-NBA level player the last, you know, maybe 60% of the season. He's really just been devastating people. And Thibault is, you know, Drew Holiday is probably the best perimeter defender in the, in the world at the guard position. Thibault might be that guy on the wing. He's that good. And not that I think he'd be, you know, able to, to completely shut down Siakam in the way the Raptors play, but he would go a long way towards quieting him to the point where uh, the Sixers would have an advantage. You know, Harden and B together are still an incredible duo, one of the one of the best duos in the league. Uh, but depth is an issue. They have depth at, at backup center. You know, we don't really know what they're going to do, and nothing's worked so far, which was a problem three years ago when Embiid sat. So Thibault just is an, an important, you know, he wing player, but he's an important rotation player. And uh, and then also every t- every game you play against a, an expert winner like Siakam and a producer is you're you're learning new things about how better to guard him for the next game and the next game and and so while Thibel will benefit from resting for you know five days which is great he'll also lose the opportunity to gain even more of a knowledge about Siakam who's going to do well against their backups when he's not in and uh, that series looked if indeed uh, we'll see what happens but I, I'm guessing. It's going to be a six or seven game series, and I I may be favoring Toronto, but I haven't done my deep dive on it yet. I was going to say you're going to have a full week now to break that series down. That's a great point, yeah. by the way, what you just said about playing against him, and he can like learn the nuances when he's on the court. It's something yeah. that a, a coach like yourself would pick up on for sure. Yeah, it's just you you every game is it helps you inform not just your next workout, but your plan, like your strategy, and oh, this was real successful, uh-huh. and it's like playing poker with the same people all the time. You kind of learn their tells. Uh, Thibel mm-hmm. isn't just an athlete. He's a brilliant defensive player overall, and he's going to lose that advantage. Uh, and, and Pascal is going to gain more confidence potentially. Those first two games in Philly are huge because if they're able to take even one, it's, it's the same old story. They're going to be able to play both those games in Toronto without Thibel, and that, they could go up 3-1. That's the fear for Philadelphia for sure. Yeah, I know you're not a reporter, as you said, but you know so many guys in the league uh, and so many coaches. What, what are you hearing on Curry? If he's close to 100%, I know Kerr said something about game one. Simmons might come back, and can any of these these two guys come back for Denver? So I don't know about coming back. I will tell you that I don't think it's so easy just to come back when you've been out a while. I think in Curry's case, he'll be fine. Okay. Uh, we've seen with Norman Powell. We've seen with Paul George in L.A. Those guys were out a, a good period of time, but they they played this year. And they and they looked like they picked up where they would where they kind of left off. Right. I mean, Ben Simmons. Uh, I've been I've been a proponent. I've been on Ben's side to some degree, to his whole career, uh, missing an entire season, knowing what happened last time. I, I certainly would not think we're going to see a great Ben Simmons mm-hmm. in in the playoffs. And then same thing with uh, MPJ. Basically missed the year. I think he played nine games, and he wasn't good. Uh, and of course, Murray's missed all of it. It takes, it, with Murray's injury especially, it just, it's wrong to assume he'll, either will come back rolling. Uh, it's great having Jokic because he makes their job easier, but you still have to perform, you have to finish, and you've got to defend. Let's not forget that. Uh, I think in, in those three cases, Ben Simmons and the two Nuggets guys, it's, it's wrong, it's naive to think that they're going to come back really good They've just been out for too long. It's a hard, it's a hard lead. You don't just come back right away yeah. and win a NASCAR race, you know? Yeah, well said. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, the coach David Thorpe, our guest, truehoop.com. What is your level of confidence in the Lakers organization uh hitting it out of the park with their next head coach? And they uh-huh. still have LeBron and if Davis can ever be healthy, but your level of confidence as well, like building the right pieces around those two moving forward. 
I, I have zero confidence in what they're doing. Absolutely zero. Um, it is not a wise strategy to to build around old people when your best player is LeBron James at 37 and your second best player is what's what clearly now is a we can we call him a, a somewhat fragile, if not very fragile, Anthony Davis. I'm not mad at Anthony Davis. It's some sometimes skeletons just don't cooperate when you put on muscle and run around for 82 games, or in his case, not even close to that, and things break down. I don't think he's weak or soft, nothing like that. It's just bad luck, but that's the way luck is. Uh, they should have, uh, obviously, Kendrick Nunn was bad luck. Malik Monk worked out fine. Russell Westbrook was a disaster, and I don't think that gets easier. They should have just surrounded those two guys with really young, athletic guys and coached them up. Frank Vogel's a hell of a coach. He's probably gone. Uh, LeBron and AD would help those guys hugely. Instead, they pivoted the other way. A couple of young guys, mostly old guys. And uh, it's it's just LeBron, you know, it is a myth. And I've said this probably on the show before, but I've said another podcast. Uh, people think he, he, they, they make the comment he makes everyone better as if that's true. It's just not true. He makes some players better. But he, we, there's a long line of guys who include a bunch of guys in L.A. this year and guys that were in L.A. and no longer are there that are prospering elsewhere that uh, did not do so great when he was there. So uh, he, he he is amazing, best player of all time probably, but not the easiest guy to play with. And 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 he doesn't want young guys. He doesn't like foolery. He doesn't like Tom Foolery, right? He is OCD. He wants to know every little thing that's going on at all times is professional. And and so you get all these veterans in and it it just it's a it's it's you take a flamethrower to the place because uh, it's not working how it is now. And I think they're going to make big changes, but keep those two guys. But I think the mission is going to be the same. Find a bunch of old guys and hope LeBron and AD stay healthy. And that's just not a good strategy. So you think that he, he finishes his career in LA? Oh, that I don't know. I think, I think now he's got to kind of look at one year at a time because of what he said about his son, who mm-hmm. is a really talented player. Uh, so I, I don't know that you're going to see long-term deals from him anymore. Although we, as we've seen, uh, these guys can always get traded wherever they want to get traded to. I mean, with James Harden showed mm-hmm. if they want to get a deal done, they'll get a deal done. So he's got so much power. Who, who, nobody wouldn't trade for him knowing what it'll mean to their personal finances. So uh, I, I don't think anything long-term is wise because he'll bail if things aren't looking good. He, he wants to try to compete again, not make it even a play-in to me, cemented his legacy of I've got to make sure every year from now on i got to be on a postseason-level team. Yeah. You grew up a Lakers fan going all the way back to when? Early 80s? Uh, Norm Nixon was my favorite player. Okay. So in the 79-80 season, when I was 14 years old, uh, Magic was there as a rookie, and so I've been rooting for them since 79-80. I don't know anymore, but I did as a child through college for sure. Well, as somebody, we have like 20, 30 seconds in this segment, but as someone who's followed them your whole life, worst season ever for the organization? I mean, they, they, they had some bad runs with Kobe, too. They did, for sure. Uh, yep. Yeah. It's, it, I know this, at least the expect, I thought they'd win 50 games regular season and struggle in the postseason. Uh, and so I was wrong because of what happened with injuries yeah. and whatever, and none never came. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not wrong to say it's it's about as disastrous based on expectations yeah. as they've ever had. Yeah, yeah 16 to 1 to miss the playoffs. To miss the playoffs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the coach, David Thorpe, he's going to hang out for one more segment with us here and follow the money. Which match, uh, matchups does he like or love that are already set in the playoffs? We'll talk about the play in games as well coming up next. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. The Sports Betting Network. Conquer the competition for cash with the Northman Clash on the Ice Challenge. Join two free-to-play pools and compete for your share of $10,000 in total cash prizes with your hockey predictions. Head to DraftKings.com slash the Northman now to join the action. The Northman in theaters April 22nd. DraftKings.com for details. Another segment with the coach, David Thorpe, at Coach Thorpe on Twitter. I subscribe to True Hoop. You should as well. He's with TrueHoop.com. Adams, we, we start the uh, the play-in round tomorrow. First game with the Nets and the Cavs. Adam Silver said they're, they're looking at tweaking it. Well, what would you change? And I feel bad here. Well, they, I know they should win, but Minnesota in the play-in is 10 and 12 games better than New Orleans and San Antonio. New Orleans is 10 games under five hundred. San Antonio was 14 games under 500. Minnesota's 10 games over 500. And I know in the bubble they had that rule where you had to be within six games or you weren't eligible. What do you? What would you tweak if you were in charge here? I would probably look at it both ways. I would say if you if you are above the other the other you know, eight nine ten whatever or really just the eight. If you're the seventh seed above the eight seed by call it five games and make pick some number. Uh, then you're cemented. And so what you really, the play-in should be those teams that are just within a couple, maybe three, four games of each other. Yes. And and you realize over the course of a season, especially with all the COVID we've had, it's been such a crazy year. But even even going forward, if we can ever get through the pandemic fully, uh, you know, within four games of each other, play off against each other to qualify. But let's not let's not punish a team that, that any other year would before this rule would easily make the postseason, and it's considerably better than the other teams. E- even if all these teams are above 500, we still should be rewarding teams that outplay the others by a significant margin and not pulling them back into the play and force them to win a game of two. It seems unfair, especially when they have to go up against a two seed in the case of Minnesota. Should they get by uh, the Clippers, they you know they got to play uh, Memphis. So it's not, nothing easy. You know, you know what it feels like? Almost a little bit like March Madness. When you have like a three versus a fourteen or a two versus a fifteen, almost now in the play-in, and let's say the T Wolves have a cold shooting night, oh, oh okay, could season could be over with already. Someone could get hurt, something, anything, yeah, Fluke, yeah, yes, absolutely, right. Uh, what do you think of the Nets now? All all kinds of issues defensively. Who can step up if Kyrie has an off game or Durant isn't Superman? And, and now the Cavs getting healthy here. Or do you think the the Nets win at home and and move on to take on Boston? Hard to bet on a team like that. They can be so bad defensively, but it's also it's harder to bet on. Uh, I, I, I'm using the word bad. I'm not even thinking about who I'm talking to. It's it's hard to trust Cleveland, uh, who's never done anything like this before. I mean, Jared Allen had a little mm-hmm. taste, um, and you know Durant kind of wrote the book on being great in the postseason the last twenty last fifteen <laughs> years. So I I think that uh, you know. It, Durant kind of can always be Superman. It's really, he's really that special. And uh, and Kyrie certainly is more up and down. Uh, I do think any game Brooklyn plays can be competitive. 
I don't trust them longer term. I would trust them more in the shorter term just to get to uh, the, the playoffs. And then after that, I, I don't think I'll pick them. But I do think they'll get by this first game. And uh, But, I mean, it, it's in any one game, if you guys are some of the NCAA tournament, this is what Adam Silver wants. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. It isn't necessarily rewarding who the best team is over the course of a period of time. This is why March Madness is what it is. It's the, it's the magic of one game, the upsets happening, and and there's no question Brooklyn could lose a game. Uh, they don't guard. They're just they're, they were guarding early this season. It's been gone for a while. That's where Ben Simmons could really help mm-hmm. uh, if they didn't ask him to do anything offensively, just because he's been out for so long. But even defensively, that there's a there's a timing, there's a feel for defense that I don't think he can capture on day one. I think he'd be disaster defensively in one game. After missing a whole season, I just I don't my experience, guys, does not tell me you play well game one on defense. And especially if it's a postseason game, I think I think it's almost like jumping on a freeway when you haven't driven in a long time. It, it's everything's going to go a little fast for you and you're going to be uncomfortable or you're going to get in a car wreck fast. Nothing. Neither. Neither is good for Brooklyn. Is there a matchup that you like a lot in the playing games? Oh, I mean, the Minnesota Clippers is really interesting because of, you know, Pat Bev uh, uh, being such an integral force in Minnesota. He's really connected. I think he loves his old Clippers teammates. Uh, the Paul George, Norman Powell combination being back to me is intriguing. Carl Anthony Towns is, you know, I, I tweeted after two or three games his rookie year that I thought he had higher upside than Anthony Davis. And I love Anthony Davis, but people really trashed me for that. Maybe I'm so stupid for having written that a long time ago, but he's the best shooting big maybe of all time behind Dirk, certainly the best American shooting big. And uh, it's time for him. Time for him to show he can be a two-way player, uh, get things done defensively. Anthony Edwards is such a delightful guy to watch and, and cheer for. Uh, and I, Ty Lue has become one of my two or three favorite coaches in the world. Uh, he'll try anything. Terrence Mann's one of my all-time favorite uh, players now in the pros. I loved him when he wasn't playing and didn't understand why Doc wouldn't play him. Ty Lue's really kind of embraced him. We saw what he did in that one game against Utah. They're an intriguing team, so I, I love that game. Okay. How about some first-round matchups that are set in stone already? It's unfortunate. Uh, I was high on the Bulls before the season started, uh, but so many injuries, Coach, and so much to deal with throughout the entire year. H- how many games can they take against the Bucks? Yeah, they might get swept. They've really yeah. been bad. They've been, they've been really bad, um, but the Sixers-Raptors series is just going to be uh, must-watch games, I think. Uh, I really feel like uh, the Warriors-Nuggets and Sixers-Raptors, can. We're, just, we're talking about such different styles, so much talent. Um, if Steph, let's, hopeful, let's be hopeful that he can play well. Golden State kind of looks like they should get back defensively with Draymond hitting his thing, but then you deal with Jokic and the Nuggets are certainly flawed without Murray and, and uh, MPJ, but I, I think Jokic is the best player in the world. Uh, although Giannis made a hell of a run late, Embiid's been amazing too. I still, I think the MVP should be Jokic and, and, and Denver is a team that we've seen in the postseason for years now, for a couple of years, not be an easy team to knock out, even with the injuries they've had, because I think Jokic is that good. And Malone does have them, can, they really compete at a very, very high level. And and don't quit. They just kind of believe in themselves, and it helps to have the Jokic to do that. So I mean, it's a great series too. Yeah, I mean, I know Clay's been red hot down the stretch here for the Warriors, but if Steph is like, if he can't go, or the injury still is going to impact his game, I mean, clearly to your point, and you've talked about this so many times, Jokic is going to easily be the best player on the court for the seven game series. Yeah, Steph has to be terrific for them to win the series. I mean, it, it, without a great Steph, it still can go six or seven games. Uh-huh. Draymond's such a force defensively, but it's not a great matchup for Golden State if Steph is off. If he's on, I think I think they'll be the better team, but I don't know if it'll be on. I I, I, okay. I I don't know. I don't know the latest on his health. It's a big deal because Jokic is just that good. He, you know, I talk about uh, uh, there are certain players that just make everything better for your team, not individually, but collectively. And that, those are the guys that can impact the game both ways. They can help your team when your team is struggling to shoot, uh, which is such a big deal in the playoffs because people can take away your best actions. But you really can't do that against him. He's, he's such a gifted passer. I've studied him a lot uh, just recently about his passing. I wrote an article about it the other day, uh, uh, what big men can do in this league. And he's just he just makes everybody have an easier time to score 
Uh, not a great rim protector, but a good paint protector. Uh, and but yet, when when Golden State's rolling, they can really they can really shred uh, Denver's defense. You mentioned it's a crazy week for you, busy time. Uh, what's going on at True Hoop, and uh, where can we find your work this week? Yeah, so I'll do the low post pod uh, on this week. This uh, you know, we're right at Friday. I'm sure we'll we'll he'll publish it. And so all week long, I'm studying it. And so what we'll do is. As I study all these these series, I'll be posting on True Hoop what I'm finding, and I'll talk about it in more depth with with Zach and all the million pods I'll do this week, including our Bring It In pod later today. We'll we'll, we'll air it this afternoon. Uh, just there's a lot going on, but we'll also I'll be looking at some of the we talked about some here uh, things like the Lakers. What are they going to do in the off season? Kristaps um, Porzingis. He looked okay in Washington. What does mm-hmm. that mean? Is, is he is he someone you can bank on? My answer is probably not, mm-hmm. but he definitely looked better on, on a terrible, terrible team. So I'll, we'll look at some some big picture views of, of teams not in the Detroit. Looks like they might have something going on. Mm-hmm. I'll look at that, but mostly I'll be diving in on on these playoff matchups, the play-ins, as well as the the first series and and what should be as dramatic a postseason as we've ever seen. Totally agree. Yep. For those of you who want more of uh, Coach Thorpe, uh, go to TrueHoop.com. And again, the podcast is called Bring It In. I uh, can't thank you enough for your time, Coach. Thanks so much today, and uh, have a good week. My pleasure. Talk to you guys later. Yeah, be good. Totally agree go. with them with the Minnesota thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, yep, yep. They're 14 games better. 12, excuse me, 12 games better than the Spurs. He said 14 games under 500. Yep, he said it's an easy fix. Yes, it is. 100%. If you're that many games above, you're automatically in the playoffs. Yep. And then you can have a, a fight for the eight. However else you want to do it. They should not have to go through this. Yeah. You're right, though. You could have a bad game, whatever. Yeah. Of course. Yep. Up next, uh, early Major League Baseball observations and today's numbers on the card. Uh, don't, don't let this get lost today. You know who is taking the mound, right? Well, we, we'll uh, remind you of that coming up next. The Sports Betting Network. Playing around starts tomorrow. Playoffs start this weekend, and Bet Rivers has an incredible offer. Place a wager of $25 or more on any team to win the finals. You'll receive a $5 free bet for every series they win. Go to BetRivers.com to see the current odds and get your free bets. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so before the break. Uh, I, I tease that uh, you know who is uh, going today, making his first start of the year in Major League Baseball. And Paulie, uh, it's not going to take long for the fine folks watching this show on Masson to realize who I'm talking about, as the Twins are at home against the Mariners. And uh, for Seattle today, Flexen is going, yeah. but that's not who I'm talking about. It's his uh, opposition today. It's Dylan Bundy for the Twins. Should I remind people of Dylan Bundy's work in the big leagues over the years? In 2017 with Baltimore, again, very promising prospect that came in. I mean, the numbers were just, it started to really get derailed, like in 2017, 2018. 2018, 5.45 with the ERA. The FIP was 5.17. XFIP, 4.28. 2019, 4.79 with the ERA. FIP and XFIP in the mid-fours. Then he went to Anaheim in the uh, pandemic season, and he was 6-3 and three overall, pitched 65 innings, pretty good. ERA, 3.29, FIP, XFIP, all solid. Then last year, when he went 2-9 and nine in 90 innings, it ballooned back up for career highs of 6.06 with the ERA. FIP, 5.51, XFIP, no good. Really got lit up. The entire season, he's going today. And by the way, taking money from Minnesota. How about that? And Flexen was top 10 in ROI last year. Yep, Seattle trying to get three out of four here on the road. Uh Good start by Ray. Uh, But it's April. You're going to see a lot of weird stuff. I mean, I know maybe the Cubs can surprise a lot of people, but they beat Burns and Woodruff to start the season as well. Oh, and and got the Peralta yesterday. Yeah, it's right. So A terrible start by the uh, top three guys for the Brewers. Yep, yep. But it's a long season. Um, You're going to see a lot of crazy stuff, especially early on. But, uh, yeah, I'm surprised with this price. And I, I think Seattle's, uh, what's the playoff drought, 2001? 
And I remember they're the sexy pick after winning 90 games and what you did right. in the offseason. But this is they got to end that drought to yeah. finally make the playoffs here. Well, well, this one's going the other way on me. Uh, I'm not getting good CLV on this one. I bet the Mariners are already at plus 115 today. And it's already at wow. plus 121 here at Circa. I would also, I mean, look, I mean, it's Dylan Bundy we're talking about here. You can find the Mariners team total first five over two and a half at plus 130. If it's the same old Dylan Bundy, who he's been pretty much his entire career, the Mariners can't get three runs in the first five innings against him? Of course they can. It's who he is. It's what he does. Mm -hmm. A lot of teams do that against him. Early and often. Get him out of the game. You like the Giants? I like. I lean the Giants. Overall Mart on the year or today? No, today. Sorry. Uh, because Martinez is going, and he was in Japan. And not that he was great anyways before he, he left the States. You took three out of four against the – how about that Diamondbacks lineup? Well, it was a good oh. it was a good start for the Friars. Yes. But mm -hmm. you also they, – they remember, Darvish no hit him through six. And the same thing happened with Manea. And a good job by Derek Stevens told the guys here, put up a prop with Musgrove have a no-no through five. Yeah. Because they ain't got to hit off a starter yet. I think the first guy got a hit. But it was a creative prop. Very good. I like but that. It's like they haven't been able to do anything offensively against the, the Padres starters. So they take three out of four. Now they hit the road. Giants take two out of three against the Marlins. But I would trust Wood here and the Giants. And I just, I don't know. I think they can get to Martinez. I like some of the reaction to his tweet, by the way. People are saying, <clears throat> you should post, will Team X have zero runs to the first five? That would be good. To bet on a team to get shut out in the first five. I like that idea. But, you know, again, like, you're right. It's, a it's April. It's early. Crazy things happen. Yeah. Look at the Guardians-Royals' first two games of the series. Right. Nothing happened offensively. And the Guardians went for six in the first yesterday against the Royals, and it scored 17. Their most runs in, like, three years, I think. Blue Jays-Yankees. Big series, too. So In New York, though. What do you, what do you think of the number the, here? Yeah. Manoa is eight this morning. He is a slight favorite. Yeah. I would say a ton of runs. But I was surprised by how well Boston's pitching did. Well, look at these uh, Blue Jay well, scores. Well, I'm right. You're exactly right. Look at these Blue Jay scores. And that's a concern about Barrios, too. Or Barrios. Yeah. About what happened in the opener. Now, is that a combination of who they played with the Rangers? Because the Rangers are going to be bad again pitching. I think we all can anticipate that. Mm -hmm. And they are, their offense is good. But at the same time, I mean, this, this Blue Jays offense can just break against anybody. It should be high-scoring series like it was last yeah. year. I like Manoa, though. 11-8 head-to-head last year, by the way. Manoa's good. good teams, but that's okay. Yep. Yeah, and if the, and what do you want to do with Tayo? That's another question. And like the, like the Red Sox and Tigers. Tigers should have been swept, had the comeback win to win their first game, uh, and, and Waka goes for Boston. Well, by and the Waka, way, Waka was bad. That has been bad. It's something to watch with the White Sox because they were uh, – on the road in Detroit, and Cease was very good. Yes. And uh, Kopech was also strong. Mm -hmm. um, pay attention to what their numbers are in the next start with Cease and with Kopech. Uh, I thought Cease was lights out, in fact, in the early work that he got. So he was a dark horse Cy Young candidate to begin the season. I mean, he was 20-1 to 1 to win the Cy Young in the American League. We talked about last yep. week, we liked the kid, but I can't bet 20-1. to 1. And and by the way, uh, one more thing on the Guardians game. I, I don't mind them plus 102 today either. Savales on the mound against Hernandez. I think plus money with uh, Cleveland might be a look okay. for, for me as well. I haven't bet it yet, but uh, I could go down that yep. path. Good series, too, with the Mets and Phillies. Now, that's the same thing with the Mets. Good start. You take three out of four against the Nats, but I would say the Nats, yeah, yeah. they're going to have a long year. Okay, For sure. Uh, but a good job by the Mets taking three out of four. And now they take on Philly, and Philly took two out of three against the A's. Couldn't get any offense going yesterday, uh, but that could be a good series. And uh, I have to look at your guy Suarez is going. He is going I know today. You, you, high on him. Yeah, he's leaning a dollar fifty. I was right. hoping the number was going to be a little bit lower than that today, but uh, I still might get on board. Yeah. And the Angels lost three out of four at home to the Astros, and they, again the Astros own them since they they came into the AL West. How about what happened here with our thirteen run pool? Oh, this is great. Can you believe this? Okay, the Astros. Scored 13 runs and then were shut out the following day. They crossed up so, both of them. Yes, they did. So William Hill updated it. They are now seven to one. 
to be the first team to cross off every zero through 13. Yeah. They've already uh, done zero and 13. That team's got to score zero through 13. Right. And then it goes like six, seven weeks normally. Happens back to back. That's huge. And that? now they have to be the favorites to win that pool. Yeah. By the way, it's not only William Hill for people asking about this. I think DraftKings was doing this to begin the season. Oh, great. Uh, so it's going to be available in more jurisdictions. And, but... and, and William Hill told you as soon as it ends, they'll put it up again. Right? Yeah, right. They're going to cycle through good. as many times as possible. Yeah. Good. Astros are seven to one. Blue Jays are 10. Cardinals, White Sox, Phillies, 14. Okay, so when will the Blue Jays cross off the shutout and one run in a game? Yeah, I know. Maybe I, I know. I'm with you on that one. When did they get Cole in this series? Well, it's a possibility to go out there and strike go, out 10, well, shut him down. He would, go, he would go Wednesday, I believe, right? I think, I think it would be Wednesday, yeah. Okay. Yep. But that's, 13 and then shut out. How about well, the, that? So the Astros offense well. is really good again. Mm-hmm. And then you get that 13, which is actually certainly possible with a team like that. But then they get shut out. Terrible start by the Angels. Bad start by the uh, Diamondbacks. Do- Dodgers lose that series, didn't oh, they? Oh, they did, yeah. They lost two out of three in what cores. You, I didn't see this. What do you think the Rockies yeah. were on the series price? Yeah, good call. Okay, that. Right. So bad start for L.A. And again, g- kudos to uh, the Cubs. Because they, they could have swept, could have, would have, should have, I know, against the Brewers. But they basically got to Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta. And we made the case that those are the three best pitchers in that division. Their rotation is one of the best in all of Major League Baseball. And uh, all three guys looked extremely shaky at best. I'll tell you who could be an over team. Also, St. Louis. Until they get healthy with the pitching. But they that, that might be worth a look with their team total on a nightly basis also. Hudson's they going today. Oh, they can hit. Yeah, Arenado's off hit. to a great start. Yep. Yeah. Don't forget about that guy. Yep. Yeah. And, That's uh, true. Hudson, big favorite today, though. $1.90. In that game, so but it's uh you know full card today, A's and Rays, it's just the, the, the Rays organization again. I, I get it, it's the Orioles, but no, but that's what you're supposed they, to they, do. They, I know, but they had a high win total to begin the what year. Supposed to it do. makes sense. Beat them fifty, fifteen in a row now in twenty one and twenty two. And by the way, they just called up one of their already. They said let's go to the let's go to the minors. They're calling up one of their better prospects already to join them here at the big leagues. Did you watch a kid from Cincinnati? Didn't that kid go yesterday? He throws one hundred and five. Did he get in there? What's his name? Green or whatever? Well, Hunter Green? Yeah. Did he go? Did he get in there? So yeah, he got, what did he do? He went, ah, so so mixed bag. Okay. No, no, five innings. Yeah. Right? Seven strikeouts. Three runs. Yeah. And that is certainly something for him to watch. Strikeout props. Right. Because it wasn't exactly that high yesterday, but five innings, seven strikeouts. He's got a ton of potential. That was another one. Kyle Wright for the Braves was really good. Six innings, scoreless ball. Another guy you might want to jot down, keep your eyes on early season here in MLB. You got to love the early season stuff, don't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, how about Buxton for the Twins now? Did you see his Upper one tank. home run? Upper tank. Oh my God! Yeah, crushed it. Because you could bet on players to have the longest home run. Yeah. Uh, Stanton went 440. Oh, that's um, that's typical. That's right. Yeah, that's not. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. Follow the money here on VSIN. Up next, we'll grade NBA win totals. Uh, of course, one win total. Came down to the final day of the regular season, and the team decided to sit two of their better players. Details next. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point, and there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline hey sarah i loved that spring break vlog you posted on zigazoo omg you watched it yeah it was edited so well i think you're so talented 
Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. VSEN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season 24 7 streaming. Daily best bet emails, advice, data, strategy, only $19. Are all digital MLB guided at available now. Sign up today, get full access to VSEN through the NFL draft, only $19 at slash draft. I think I said it last week. I'll repeat it. I'm seeing a lot of picket. Caroline at six with some of these, and he's a, a good. He's a dog to go. Uh, not be the. It's Willis and then Pickett for the odds. I, I hate to pick at six. That'd be something. But you have the rule connection there. How, how many Temple. quarterbacks do you think deserve to go or are worthy of being oh, taken in the first round? Okay, that's well two different questions. Maybe huh? one. God. Yeah. Willis first quarterback drafted yeah. minus one seventy. Yeah. So I'm higher than that too. Um. I, I see Ritter going 32nd now. Okay. Yeah. Can, <laughs> How can about I, that? Can I give you this? Uh-huh. There was a, uh, I listened to an interview. Somebody from uh, Pro Football Focus uh-huh. was telling the two hosts that he thinks five quarterbacks are going in the first round. Yeah. Willis, Pickett, Corral, Howell, Ritter. There you go. Rattled them all off, all five. I almost drove off the road. It's two and a half. It's two, and a, two and a half props. Yeah. Yeah. Five. I cannot imagine a scenario where five quarterbacks go in the first round. Giddy up. They reach every year. I'm seeing plenty of mocks with Ritter in there. McShay's got him in there, too. Have you seen Corral going first round? Yeah. Yeah. These mock drafts, though, I mean. Ah, yeah, right. The Thibodeau stuff's all over the place. Well, who knows where he's going to yes. go. Uh-huh. Yeah, two, two through seven with him, mm-hmm. the way it appears. But. This is uh that that if shop around for the quarterback props, I don't think there's a four and a half out there. I know there's a two and a half out there. I've seen three. There has to be a three and a half. But this person was saying that he would actually bet over four and a half, and I was like, oh my, wow. I was floored by that. Mm-hmm. By the way, reminder on Major League Baseball too when it comes to betting this stuff early on in the season. Uh, first fives may be the way to go. Almost always. And when you're looking at pitch counts early on in the season, these managers are being like ultra careful. I mean, we're talking about guys getting yanked after 60 pitches in the 70s, low 80s, like tops the weight seems. And they'll go like, you know, four innings, four and one third, four and two thirds, and then get them out of the game. They don't want to have the wear and tear. Mm-hmm. They don't want to throw these guys for 98 pitches or 116 pitches out of the gates. We, we've known this, but I think this year probably more than ever so far to start the season. So, How many win totals did you bet in, major, in uh, NBA? Bet a couple. Uh, lost with the Nets over. That was just Kyrie dire- derailed that. Uh, Knicks under, winner. And I had the Hawks over, which almost got there, but uh, no dice. So I had the Grizz over. Oh, good. And I had, oh, easy, uh, easy. I, had wow. the, I had the Bulls over. So those were uh, two good results. Memphis went over by 14. Yeah. Did you see the game Saturday night at all? Oh, they had a 55-point okay. quarter. Yeah, and they had 119, I believe, at the end of the third quarter. 
That was our friend Tony, our guy, who has a great job tracking quarters in every sport. That sick run with the Pelicans on the road. Yeah, so that the, game. The first quarter went under. Where is it? It, it was, was it was 30 to 18. 30 to 18. Yeah. They scored 141 points. Yeah. In a 55-point quarter. 88 combined out the, of the two teams. The second and third quarters, they're playing their backups oh, oh. They're the entire time. The, the athleticism oh. on the backups. Yeah. It's off the charts. Strong 1 to 12, yes. They go over by 14. Minnesota goes over by 11 wins. Raptors by 11. Your unders, the Nets stayed under by 11. Pacers by 17. Uh, they were supposed to be a 500 team. That's right. But the injuries, trade, you know. Well, they have to be super happy with the trade with uh, Halliburton. Oh, absolutely. Portland stays under by 17 wins. How bad was that outfit down the stretch? Honestly, one of the worst stretches I've seen from any NBA team What'd that, that I can get remember. to? Utah's laying 19 on the road. 19 on the road. Come on. And and by the way, Utah, again, I can go over this, but I think Utah shot like 30 free throws in the first half. Utah, they, they were awful last night. I'll give you the team stats for Utah, and think about this. They won 111 to 80. Well, they actually ended up shooting 45%. They were shooting sub-30% oh, yeah. for the entire game. Oh, yeah. Uh, they hit 25% of their threes. It was 9 of 36. They were shooting like 15% for the game. But they out-rebound. Look, look, look at this. They out-rebounded Portland last night 60-32, to 32, and they shot 38 free throws. They didn't play well. They won by 31. Their last game, they played Dallas. They scored 78 points. They had a 13 and a 9-point quarter. Lost 128-78. to 78. Look at this. The, they, the only game they were competitive was OKC, and they're doing the same thing. I, I hope a Tank team. Of thing. I hope a team like this now is not rewarded in the draft, yeah. and I hope it doesn't work out for them. Yeah. And I hope wow. they I, they don't get a guy that turns out to be great. Yeah, and the Lakers lead the way. Lakers under by 18 wins. It was a all time uh, disaster, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Uh, the close calls: Wizards, Sixers, and Nuggets. They all uh, depend where you shop, but uh, all. All went over by half. By half. Yep. And then think about what you needed for the Sixers yesterday, right? So only did the game. If you bet it over 50 and a half, they had to win the game yesterday to cash that win total. And they sat Harden and Embiid. And the Pistons, from what I know, they they pulled like three of their best players to start the second half. Didn't play them anymore in the game. They were down 15 in the first half and then cut it to two at halftime. And then the shenanigans there. Right. And they pulled away. Yep. And uh, won the game to go over the total. Mm-hmm. So you had to put up with all of that yesterday. Bucks went way under. That's not a surprise. Actually, that's the reason why I bet the Bulls to win their division, mm-hmm. which it was a loser, but they they won the championship last year. I think the the writing was on the wall from that team where they basically said we don't home home court doesn't really mean much. You have that championship hangover. Uh, they played a lot of basketball all the way into like what the middle of July. Guys were injured to begin the season, and it made sense that uh, you know maybe somebody can give them a run for the money in the division. Bulls did for a minute, but they just had so many injuries they couldn't overcome it, and the Bucks pulled away at the end to win that, but still stayed under. Last two meetings, Milwaukee beat Chicago one twenty six to ninety eight and one twenty seven to one hundred six. That last one was on the road. That was uh, last week. Yikes. Best case scenario for Chicago was what? They get a game. What did they take game one? And I take a game one. <laughs> it would remind me of how like, low does uh, how the price get? Or yeah. yeah, that's what I'm kind of hoping for. Yeah. Like I, I want remember the Celtics took game one against the Bucks a couple years ago when they had Kyrie, and the Bucks destroyed them the next four games. It's kind of like uh, mm-hmm. Sixers Lakers. That's when Paul yeah. Pierce said the series is over. Oh, he did. Yeah, there's it's nothing done. they can it's do to make uh, yeah. adjustments. That's right. That, yeah, that's right. Took them out Remember Sixers Lakers NBA uh-huh. Finals. Nobody gave the Sixers a chance whatsoever. Yeah. And Philly went to L.A. with Iverson in Game One and beat them. Shot over Lou. Steps over. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Got action. How about the? Uh, how about that? Celtics get there, twenty to one to win the division. Send all your tickets in. That's sick. Five hundred a break. 18 and 21 at one point. They come all the way back to win the division. And uh, Udoka. I like the comments. Like, hey, we had a meeting about this, and you you can't try to avoid teams. You don't know who you're going to play because the Nets are in the play-in game. Maybe the team you're trying to avoid, they don't even end up being there. So what we concluded was, let's do what we do and let the chips fall where they may. 
And then you also had Memphis sitting everybody in an eight-point move with the line. And uh, they dominate Memphis with no problem. And I think in, in Philly knew what was going on as well. I mean, that was a tough matchup because you knew with the thigh ball stuff, you didn't want to go to Toronto. Right. But, like, they're not they're not going to – Memphis is going to sit people. Celtics are going for it. Okay, that's it. Why even bother playing hard and then beating? They won anyways. Okay, so assuming for a second here the Celtics get the Nets in the first round and the number's right, are you not going to be betting Boston? Oh, you have to. Yeah. I will be. Yeah. If the number's right, I'm not, I'm not going to want a part of the Nets. How do they stack up behind their top two players? With the way the, the Celtics have been rolling, they are clearly the better basketball team. I forget the person who said it, but they, they, they said Tatum's going to average 40 in the series. Probably. Which which could happen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what if Smart actually can put the clamps on Kyrie for a couple of games? Could happen. Sure. You just look at his numbers since he came back and had to play on a regular basis. I know, I know. I know. It's, it's night and but, day. So I'm just like, if yeah. he can, if let's say Smart limits Kyrie to, I don't know, 7 of 21 from the floor. And he has like 21 points. Well, if KD doesn't go for 50, how are they going to be able to match yeah. Boston bucket for bucket? Yeah. They just played, too. Uh, was that Friday night? And and the Cavs made a furious comeback. They came all the way back in the fourth quarter and took the lead. That's right. And then uh, the Nets got the win. But that's uh, that's no gimme tomorrow. I mean, just how bad they've been ATS at home? 526-1 no is a home favorite. Yeah. By far in a way. Not even close. I mean, there's no close second place. 21 games below 500. I mean, what happens when you have these overpriced teams that come in and they don't adjust enough? I mean, again, this team was laying, what, 14 not that long ago to... Couldn't put away the Pacers. Yeah. That got hairy yeah. there for a little bit in the fourth quarter. Right. Uh, up next, Rex Hoggard's going to join the show from the Golf Channel. Who should we we'd be uh, looking to bet at the PGA Championship? Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.